Yo. What's up, bro? Man, just uh, recovering. Um, <laughs> yeah, last night was kind of crazy, but it was a uh, it was interesting. But yeah, uh, let's get to it. Episode uh, twenty four. Uh, yeah. All right. You want to do the intro? It's, yeah, it's episode. It's episode twenty something. But it should be a lot, a lot of information in this one. So, um, this is your boy Monquay, and welcome to the Divine Council Podcast. What's up? Uh, I'm Stefan, and uh, yeah, we can uh, get right into it. So, um, the on the last episode, you know, we recorded that prior to the new year um, happening, and I know a lot. Been, it's been happening in my in my way, but what what's been going on with you recently? Just trying to get back into the swing, get uh you know uh, of this new energy. Even though this ain't technically the new year, this is the you know January first Gregorian calendar New Year. So just trying to you know get back into just getting my schedule right. I'm really I'm not really trying to do much. Just trying to stay low. So. You know, just working, um, just researching, trying to build my knowledge. That's really all. That's really all. True. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, man, like, last couple of days, I've just been, like, uh, I don't know. I, I, I've just been chilling, you know, um, just uh, enjoying time off like I mean I only worked two days this week but you know there was a lot that I had to do but I covered that and now I'm looking forward to uh what's next like what's next after now that I have this uh this extra extra degree you know um I'm just planning ahead you know trying to uh see what my next play is but I'm also thinking like Going into this, uh, I guess this new year. Technically, it's like I've been seeing like the, the craziest stuff happen, happening, and I'm just thinking like, man, I'm trying not to. I, I said I know I said plan, but I'm trying not to plan as much uh, this year because a lot of times, man, with like plans, I notice you know it doesn't work out that way, the way you want it to work out, you know, so. I'm trying to be more spontaneous with what I'm doing. Um, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, a lot. Of, it feels like when it, a lot of times if you plan stuff out, it don't always go the way exactly the way you plan it out. So it's like I feel you on that one. True indeed. So I guess like the first thing uh, we could talk about. Is the the biggest news right now with uh with what's going on with Iran? You know, we just had thousands of troops being sent to Iran uh, from Fort Bragg, uh, to be specific. And you know, there's been a lot of memes online, you know, about World War Three. And I know we talked about in the past about like another war happening and stuff. And it it seems like it's something that's possible because. We took out an Iranian leader, and then 
you got um, our president tweeting out the U.S. flag right after, like he was throwing up his set. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, I'm like, <laughs> and and some of the the Iranian uh, people uh, leaders, they've already vowed revenge, like revenge, like on social media. You know, so this isn't going to go away no time soon, and. I think we are about to walk into another war. I don't think it's going to be a World War III, but another, I don't know how many decades. We've already been in the Middle East. It's just going to, we're just about to be in the Middle East for a longer period of time. And I feel like, you know, nobody wins at the end of the day with, uh, with this Man, really think about this, man. Like, born in 1994, we basically been at, we've been in the war our whole life. Like, we grew up in a, we grew up in a generation where we've been in some type of war our whole life so far. So we don't know what it is to like to not be in war. Yeah, and you know, it just it seems like something that's, and it always seems like we get close to. You know, get almost you know coming coming back home, getting out of war. You know, and that's what it seems like. You know, even though it's really a fantasy, but it's like we get close to getting out of the war and everything, and then boom, something happens, and we gotta you know stay for at least it prolongs it for at least another couple uh, a year or two. Sometimes even more than that. So you right. know, it's very interesting. It's very uh, you know intriguing to see where we're going with, with this with this um operation that, that just happened. I mean this this shit is fucking crazy. <laughs> I I mean you know I was laughing at a lot of the memes. Like I just now figured out how to uh download videos from Twitter and save them so I can like use them for other content. But like I was seeing one uh you know that that kid he was like he's like all right I'm gonna fuck with you <laughs> They, somebody posted a uh, a meme of World War Three that was like when when you when I get assigned uh, to uh, control the tank and then he's got a new video where he's like in a Nissan Z Z uh, ZR or Z fifty I, I don't know what the name exact name is he's like hey I'm finna whip this hoe <laughs> <laughs> and they they, they compiled it together yeah yeah make it seem like that's like what he was responding to I was rolling man you know people were like man. We can't, why, this ain't funny, man. War is not funny. And then I seen, you know, different reactions. And, you know, people like, I mean, this is online. Do you want to, you expect us to have think pieces on, on uh, social media, like on Twitter, you know? And then I seen uh, somebody say, well, you know, sometimes you got to laugh to, to keep from crying. But that's, um, that's bad that we got to, the, to this point. Because it's like, we, everybody knows that we shouldn't be over there. And now we about to lose more and more of our loved ones just because they they want to fight a proxy war based off of, uh, you know, shit that we don't really even have control over, like, that we don't even really care about. It's like, yeah, I understand that they're talking about they killed this leader to prevent through the history. It's like, we shouldn't be over there in the first place. Right. Like, <laughs> and, I, you know, when you start to look at the domino effect, it's hard to say that this was done to prevent a war. On top of the fact that they just put like, was it five hundred 
500 mil. It was, it might be 500 bill, not 500. Yeah, 500 billion dollars into the space war. They just did this. Oh thing. yeah, that, that they 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 just made it the fifth uh, branch of the military. Yeah, like they all the big all this shit is weird, man. They got the big news with the space force like last week. They made it a whole other uh, branch of the military. I just thought that like when I hear that name, it just sounds like I don't know. It kind of sounds like a video game you can't or some take shit, it like space force. <laughs> sounds like some shit right, you can't uh, even take serious. Yeah, but they, yeah. He, they just put all that money into the into the space force, and then I know you seen in Virginia where they try to, I think they actually attempted to, in the county to confiscate the weapons or something of, uh, of of people because they said it was a sanctuary state. Oh no, I didn't, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, like they, I think it was something with the, with the, with certain counties being like sanctuary counties or something like that, and um. Uh, uh, certain county or uh, counties in Virginia tried to confiscate people's weapons. Man, that's how much of shit going on. It's like, man, you can start, you start connecting shit, and it's like, yo, are they really about to try some some shit that we never even thought, like we never even expected before? Man, like, is this really the time? It might be, man. Might be the end. Uh, like the end days. Like I'm looking at this CNN article. And it was saying uh, in a tweet Saturday night, uh, Trump said that if Iran strikes any Americans or American assets, the United States has targeted 52 Iranian sites, a reference to the number of Americans taken hostage in the 1979 revolution, uh, quote, some at a very high level and important to Iran and the Iranian or Iranian culture, he wrote. So... He's, he's, you know, he's pretty much saying, you know, he'll blow, he'll put them off the map, like if they like kill any Americans, which is crazy because it's, it's foreshadowing because he talked about uh, pres- then President Obama starting a war with Iran. You can go look this up back in like 2011, and he's doing everything that he said that Obama was going to do. So. It's uh it's an interesting time, man. Of course, you got the wildfires in Australia. Australia's burning. I mean, that shit is crazy. Like, it's fire from above. Because, I mean, they have always had fires, but it's like, why now? Right. Why are these fires burning like this now? And, you know, I want to be that person to just say, you know, they, it's just... It's it's a lot of shit that I think people are starting to realize on a higher level that is yeah. right that's going on, and that's that's how I feel about that. I feel like, um, and you know, I seen on Twitter where they were talking about they were pleading to America for help and stuff, and I seen people on the, on the comments talking about, "Well, why don't you plead to your government for help?" Are you talking about uh, Australia? Yeah. Okay. And I was like, man, it's just, it's just, it's, this is, this is some crazy shit that's going on. I think about that though. I'm like, how can people look at, look for us to help whenever we didn't even try to help ourselves with the color? I think those, it's, it's the California wildfires, I don't know, they may still be burning. I'm not sure. Like, but like, how can you, how can you look for us to help you whenever 
our own government is like saying fuck you to its own people. Right. That it's like we, you know, we come in and try, you know, are supposed to be like heroes and shit, like for these uh smaller countries or whatnot. And a lot of times we we come in and we're like uh dictators, we take over their shit, you know. And but when we got all this stuff going on here in the country here, we're so worried about foreign affairs, you know, um, when we got to take care of home first. It makes no sense. Like, and now it looks like we're about to be going, going into another war, at least a war. Yeah. But I've seen on Facebook, you know, and this is... I, a lot of times, this called a lot of be uh, could be fake news, but I, I think this was a uh, Wall Street Journal. I think this article came from where they were talking about that I, I, Iran, China, and Russia did a joint navy operation. Uh huh. The other day, they just did like a navy exercise, and it's like, man, I don't know, man, like. <laughs> <laughs> this shit might be right to get real. Well, well, you know, uh, Iran just, uh, they just, uh, I think they removed themselves from the nuclear uh, agreement of 2015. Yep. Yeah. So all bets are off of that. Like, you know, I guess we were trying to form an alliance. But now that this is going on, like I told you, like the, some of their people have already vowed revenge. For the killing of that uh, leader, so shit is about to get uh, even crazier. And you know, it's how ironic. Right after, how ironic is this? You know, since Trump has been president, he's been pretty. When it comes to foreign affairs, uh, domestic affairs, he's been pretty straightforward. Yeah, it's been it was peaceful for a little while. You know, we were on good terms with North Korea finally for a while. It was, you know, it's like when everything was going right in his present in his uh in his turn, we were like just basically kicking back, chilling. But then boom, he gets impeached. Yeah. Let's impeach him real quick. Okay. Well, we impeached the president. He pushes it to another world war. <laughs> he he pushed the button. <laughs> he pushed the button and now he got he said, if I'm if I'm if I'm going down, everybody's going. Bro, I think he just really fuck. He, he, it's all a mind game, man. Like, it's like boom. Now we in a world war. A world war can last them six years. I mean, it can last for a long ass time. But I mean, like at this point, it's it's nuclear. Shit. So everybody, everybody can die. Everybody, man. Because you know? everybody, everybody has those nuclear weapons now. So it's like. Do y'all really want to do this and destroy everything? Miles eighty four on his on his uh he did this he did this article a while back. He uh, was talking about an article that says Iran got it has a uh a rocket called Satan Number Two. And I don't know if you if you've heard wow. about this, but this rocket nah. called Satan Number Two has the capabilities. And listen to this shit. And this one I was I was in here I was like man this shit is actually this shit is crazy. This rocket has the capability of hitting the United States from Washington to L.A. before the radar can even detect it. 
So wow. it's not <laughs> it's not like yeah we we do all this military spending and shit, but that shit reaches a that it reaches a ceiling. Like we could be. We could be decimated too at this point in 2020. Oh yeah, I was about to oh, say yeah, 2019 sure. too. Like wow, I'm about to I'm about to start working on my underground. <laughs> you know, one thing I was thinking about though, and I advise I haven't quite done it yet, but I was thinking that this you know this could help. Is I advise people to go into uh, Dollar Tree and buy all the little seeds. Of the vegetables and all that stuff out of Dollar Tree, they're real cheap. You know, mm-hmm. if we get with a nuclear bomb, I don't know how <laughs> the soil might not still be good. But I mean, you will at least have the food how, there. What? Here's the thing, though: how fast can the uh, the radiation travel? Like, say if it the bomb, like a, a warhead, um, hits DC, how fast can it travel to LA? Like the radiation. Well, I don't think it was. I don't think it. I don't think if they, they dropped it in LA, I, the way it sounds like, it, I don't think that if they dropped it in DC, that it would spread that far. It's just that they have the capability of hitting specific targets in that distance. Yeah. And like a and like a uh in a span of time that would be too quick for us to to realize it because of uh, the radar detecting uh, of the bomb. Is that's that's what it was. That's what it was seeming like. But yeah, he didn't really discuss. Then the article didn't really discuss like how far the radiation traveled. That I don't quite understand. I don't um don't quite know. I know that the, these rockets uh-huh. travel in itself a certain distance, but once it hits something, I'm not sure how far that radiation travels. At this point, I mean, like I said, it, to me it seemed like it was misunderstanding on if it was saying one bomb can travel that far. Or if they had the uh, capability of attacking us that fast before it's noticing. I mean, at this point, it's like, why don't they have bombs that can travel, or at least a bomb that can travel you would halfway, think. half that distance? You would think I so, mean, like, at this point, yeah. What I was um, kind of concerned with, honestly, with him just not getting impeached and this happening after him getting impeached, with them trying to take the guns in Virginia, with all this shit going on, what I'm concerned about is with that Navy operation that I, I read that article on, is like, what if they have already, already have sleeper cells, just like in the United States? And I know, like, I'm, I'm still, I, I was. I, I think you mean like some Unabomber? Not well, I mean like just people under, undercover. Just, just, just like yeah, okay. like suicide, like but, but different shit, like suicide bombers, uh, just super forces. I feel like just nine eleven uh, is not going to be the last attack on U.S. That's, soil. That's exactly like, what I was getting to. Like, I feel like what if this, what if, at at this point they're just setting the seeds for a literal invasion. Like, I mean, if you really look at our, if you look at our country. We 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 got a weird ass country when it comes to trying to invade us from another hemisphere, but it's like we don't know. I mean, that could happen. It could still happen. You got you got China, Russia, and Iran. Like that's a lot of bodies that we probably would not have an answer for. That's true. Um, but bringing up uh, the Navy, it, it uh, reminds me of my brother who who's been in the Navy now. I think for like a decade. And he was telling me that we have ships 
everywhere, like all over the coast of like the entire world. So if another country like Iran or Iran wants to um try to overtake us, we can wipe them out just mm-hmm. like that. Like it just that fast they can be wiped off the map. Like I feel like Trump is that type of president. He could get pushed to a point where we would have another Hiroshima. Like he just loses it and bombs him. That's crazy. Like, I mean, like, how is this even allowed in any civilization? Think about that shit. Like, cause now you got a country like and you can't say like a country like Iran is a small country because they represent like the second they're the second largest producer producer of natural gas in the world. And like they were like top five. It's, uh, they were top five in oil production. But in November they just released that they have found like 53 million barrels of barrels of oil. So that's kind of ironic that all this shit is coming out right after they announced that too. Um, so it's not like Iran's a small country, but like what separates like a country like Iran when it comes to de- defense from a country like the United States is like Iran is surrounded by countries that they are that, that they have to like constantly fight with. Like that's the thing about yeah. the Middle East that we don't we don't really pay attention to as United States citizens. Like, they're constantly like, uh, at, they're they really, got, they're not only at war, but they're literally like fighting, they're dealing with that shit on a daily basis. Yeah, they got the Palestine yeah. movement going on. Which I'm not I don't I'm not uh educated on that, but I hear about it from time to time. But um yeah, this shit is uh this is something that people should be aware of and not just you know looking at the memes because this is something that can really change the course of like our history um it just depends on what happens next you know what uh what iran wants to do you know it's chess but i wanted to get into like another topic that i think is important um Illinois just became the 11th state to legalize recreational marijuana. And the Democratic governor, um, J.B. Pritzker, he just um, gave out 11,000 pardons to weed convictions. So I think that's that's huge. That's, like, that's very, that's, that's huge, but... Damn, man, we got to now to where these motherfuckers are having commercials about dispensaries. These weed dispensaries are turning into Apple stores. But yeah, you got niggas still locked up for two grams of weed at a joint. It's crazy. You know I mean, these People niggas ain't... are getting paid multi-millions, if not billions at this point. And just because they they got a different hue. It's some of some of people that that's, that's been doing this shit basically for forever still locked up. It's insane, man. But it's I insane. think we're gonna start seeing we're gonna start seeing a, a little bit more of that. We're gonna start seeing a little bit more of that. Um, but I don't know, man. That shit is all GMO weed at this point. I'm like, yeah, it'd be cool to have a dispensary. It'd be cool to be able to just go and get that shit. But I think the big thing is niggas need to start learning, learning how to grow their own shit. True. That way you know what you're putting on it. 
Cause there's a thing like Miracle Grove, like all that shit we seeing with that, how that, what that shit can do to you, you know, with the um, Monsanto court cases and all that, and you don't really know what's being sprayed on your shit. I've heard somewhere. That's true. I've heard somewhere where there's certain drug dealers spray like like bug spray. Like I think if you spray bug spray onto like weed, it can make it. It can lead like it can cause people to have to get higher basically. Like they'll spray their weed with bug spray to cause people to get higher to, to kind of like they they've been they be they're doing shit like that now. They're doing weird shit like that. <laughs> That's that you know natural if it's natural the weed it's really just man it's just like positive effects but now with like those pesticides being added that could probably we'll we'll probably have research showing that it links to cancer and other diseases yeah and people are smoking it up you know this is where i think a lot of autoimmune diseases come from a lot of chromosomal diseases come from that Come from, um, you know, the pesticides and the chemicals. <laughs> yeah, cancer. Like, if you truly research what cancer is, that just seems like some shit. That's like, it seems like what it is. That shit decimates us, but it don't seem like it's some natural shit. Like, it don't seem like it's a. It seems like it's some. That's some shit that's created in the lab too. Because I, I think about it, like, I, I think about how, like, what, like, 1700s, 1800s, people was dying from, like, uh, scarlet fever. And now, you know, we got modern day uh, and the, uh, approaches to, to, you know, to saving lives from that. But I'm, then again, I'm thinking about how they used to eat compared to what we eat now. It doesn't matter if you're, if you're going to walmart or if you're going to like a whole foods everything is processed and i truly feel like it is if it comes from a store there's always something in that that will kill yeah like shit people at one point were dying hell in in the ninth in the 20 20th century early 20th century syphilis was a leading killer syphilis was that's where the tuskegee experiments came from yeah, the uh, fucking syphilis was a was a you know it's different forms of syphilis, but mainly it's sexually transmitted now. But yeah, one could claim that you know medicines improved, but also you got to look at it like this: like we actually had like uh, medicine men, uh, community doctors, like people that still knew how to live off the land to cure certain things. I don't I don't truly believe. That overall life and life expectancy has increased to that that much because I mean you can even look online where it's, it's it's videos of slaves or people who are still slaves giving their testimonies, like you know talking about how you know they were born or they were born in eighteen sixty six, sixty seven those last few years of slavery and you know in certain uh, territories like Texas. They had slavery all the way up until uh, shit. Some say the early 1900s, because you know they just didn't follow the rules or whatever. But I mean, we had it's throughout history, even in the 20th century, it's, we, we had people that were hundreds of years old. I right. Think, like, 
somebody just died recently, a uh, black man. He was 114. And, they, and most of them are black, too, black black men and women that usually live that long. So I think this life expectancy thing, I think, I don't think it's 100, uh, it's always truth behind it. I think people, I think people, even in the Bible, it says people are living for 300 years. And we starting to kind of see now that shit could really be a possibility. That could have been a possibility. I think, um, you know, it was at certain points where, yeah, we were technologically a cataclysm probably happened and then we had to start from scratch. I think that's kind of what we've been doing the last 2,000 years. It's like, you know, 2,000 years ago or so, it was a cataclysm that threw us into like the dark ages. And we're still in the dark ages, but we were kind of coming out of the dark ages. But a lot of our ancestral, some of our, some of our ancestral memory can remember times where we had Metropolis, like Atlantis and shit. Like yeah. we might not be able to remember it vividly, but we can our our um our not our karma our, when we have deja vu and like certain dreams and stuff, I think we can remember times before that before whatever the cataclysm was. That's what I think is going on with that. Um but life expectancy, you know, I guess within this period has increased, they say. Um but in certain certain diseases like cancer, HIV, like it's like man, these niggas literally profit off this shit. Oh yeah, they 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 hiding the uh, the cures. They'll they'll release it when they they you know they're ready. But it's already out there. I believe I believe there's cures for all of this stuff because it's man made. Mm-hmm. You can't I like that like you said. It doesn't. It just doesn't seem natural. You know. You just have these growths, which they they turn out to not be benign tumors. They turn out to be the the um what what's the other word if it's not benign? Uh, met- metastatic. Metastatic, which is the worst kind, right? Yeah, that just made, basically means it grows. You, it grows and then it spreads. Now, how does that grow? You think that just grows if you're just eating like vegetables? Vegetables and fruits and shit. Well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, it's some it's vegans that get cancer too. But see, you know, people make it such a big thing to do. You know, try the vegan lifestyle. Like I was just watching this show. This dude was asking for a fucking vegan book. Like it was weird. But um, uh, but the the vegan lifestyle. Yeah, you you still getting your stuff from these stores. It's still processed at the end of the day. Just because there's no um ties to animals or anything doesn't mean that it's healthy at the end of the day as we've seen with like fast food restaurants profiting off of these vegan uh sandwiches now well and you know the 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 vegan conspiracy is a conspiracy too like because what do they do they tell you to go vegan okay you go vegan you go to the store and you buy a whole bunch of vegan products Half the people don't even read those chemicals that's in those vegan products. Mm-hmm. A lot of those chemicals are some of the exact same chemicals that are in other products that, you know, like candy bars, shit that, you know, we don't really need to eat. One. Yeah. And two, it's still processed. And yeah. three, I mean, <laughs> this is what I had to really think about. And I was like, because you know, you know I me, mean? I used to eat that Beyond Meat. I used to eat that yeah. here and there. 
I still wouldn't, wouldn't need that as my meat alternative all the time, like multiple days a week. But at the most, I might eat it two or three times a week at the most. Mm-hmm. But I noticed whenever I cooked that Beyond Meat, I couldn't tell, bro, that meat, it does, it bleeds, bro. That shit really bleeds. Like, it, it, it bleeds. I couldn't tell. That shit's weird. I couldn't tell if, it's, if it was the oil in my pan. I couldn't tell. I started doing more research, and I was like, I don't give a fuck what it is, but that shit is, I'm not eating that shit no more. And, like, I started to realize this vegan shit is a setup, too. Like, this shit is a setup, too. They, all these people going missing and shit, and they already put, they've already released um, literary works. I think it's a movie called, um, damn, man, what the name of that movie is. Some of y'all might know what I'm talking about when I say soy and green. It's, it's a okay. movie where they, they have basically they have this shit called soy soil and green, which is like a, a algae alternative, like a vegetable algae vegetable alternative. And it's about it's a movie that came out I think in like the nineties. I see it. It says uh, 1973, Soil and Green. Yeah. Wait, can you figure out the name of the movie? I forgot the name of the movie off the top of my head. Yeah, that, that's actually the name of the it, Oh, it's called Soil, Soil and Green. I thought it had another name to it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Soil and... Okay. Yeah, Soil and Green, 1973. Uh, that shit is crazy. Yeah. So yep. basically in, in the movie it's, it's talking about like they have this alternative that's made out of algae, they say. And I think the protagonist, long story short, he figures out it is basically dead bodies. And wow. I was like, man, this predictive pro- programming, they telling us what's this, what this shit is, man. <laughs> they, they telling us yep. what this shit is. So I was like, nah. Life imitates art. Like, yep. I was like, nah, man. What soon does it make for me to still go out and just buy a whole bunch of uh, uh, Impossible Whopper or Beyond Meat Burger? Like, what sense does that make when I could literally just still eat meat? Right. <laughs> it's like it's like you're gonna die either way. That's how I look at it. Like, I mean, right. you're gonna die either way. Um, we don't. We all have an expiration date, you know. Um, so certain people. They they grace with the best genes. They can eat whatever and live to like ninety. Other people would die from like heart disease, diabetes, you know, high cholesterol, strokes, stuff like that. And it's it's uh it's it's bullshit, you know. But I mean that's just how it is. That's just how our genetic makeup is, you know. Um, don't get me wrong, like our food is is great, but it's not it's not healthy for us at all. The best tasting food that is. Um, I, I remember like my mom, she make like spaghetti, baked spaghetti, be the most fire, but she put so much sugar in it. Like oh, I know but that's it's good though. It's good as fuck though. And some people like sugar. Why the fuck you put sugar? I'm like, yeah, put sugar in the spaghetti. Like, I'm telling you, like, it's amazing. That's sweet. But and that's it's salt. so dude, yeah. But it's so deadly, like it's so deadly, man. Like, it's crazy though how people look at us, they you know, they talk, they look down on us because they, 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 you know, they want what we have. But at the end of the day, it's like we're not perfect ourselves because of our our past history. Like these effects that our ancestors 
you know, yeah, they were eat, they were eating better and stuff, but they still had, um, they still were carrying certain genetics, or maybe it was the the generation right before us where we really started getting these health like problems. If you get what I'm saying, yeah, yeah. We still got a, you know, our genetic makeups for the most part. I would say is elite, but it's we, like now we get we start not to perfect. get we start to yeah. get more like chronic illnesses. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Like we don't get we don't get like those. Uh, like does it? We'll we'll get like the those crazy flus and shit. Like they had the bird flu and stuff like that, but it don't yeah. decimate us as much. On the, you know, in America, it don't decimate us as much. Now we having we having like chromosomal diseases and like diseases that that we might be living with for like twenty years and not even realize it until you know something happened. Yeah, that's like the worst right there. Yeah, like just, like yeah, that's why you know it's always important to get your checkups, man. Like that's something we don't do enough. And it, of it, it makes you think like. Maybe this realizes this. Maybe this shows how many, how much, how much cancer causing chemicals, and you know, um, DNA altering chemicals we have in our everyday lives. Maybe that's why we're having having so many people affected by a disease like like hypertension or you know diabetes. Maybe these are like it's chemicals that cause that type of shit. I I, I yeah I think so. Um, cause there's certain chemicals that lead. Um, I look on a uh, Fuji K, th- this app that I use from time to time that it gives reviews. People, it's community people just giving reviews on like food and they break down ingredients and what's good and bad. And you'll see certain ingredients like one that comes to mind. It starts with a D. It might be like DHM or DXM or something. Like it's linked to cancer or something, and it's in like a lot of like uh, junk food. I believe. You notice this too? It's like these companies know what they're doing. Cause it's like every what every 10 years or so, I would say, or every decade, it's that one chemical that we always find that we always eventually figure out this shit causes cancer. Yeah. Like you remember high fructose corn syrup? The boondocks talked about it. it yeah, anything with OS, OSE is sugar. Yep. Sucralose, fructose. All that shit is, is the same thing. And those are actually like, those aren't real sugars. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, they're, they're real molecules, but some of those aren't like, some of those are literally synthetic sugars, like man-made. So that means that's even worse than eating like real sugar. That's some shit that was, that means it's literally some shit that was made in a lab <laughs> to imitate <Yeah>. some real shit. <laughs> so they might say sugar-free, but that shit might say, Galactose, nigga, that's right. sugar free. Right, and people got to pay attention to like, you know, these drinks. They'll, like you said, it'll say sugar free, but you got to look and see what do they put, what what type of additive they have to put a sweetener in it to get that. T- and the sweeteners, people don't understand. Sometimes they're like a thousand times sweeter than actual sugar. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something important to. Um, to think about when you like purchasing these so-called sugar-free products and added sugars, added sugars is important. Like if you, you, ah, that's always what I look at 
like one of my first things when I'm looking at something, I look on the nutrition facts and I look to see how much added sugar is in it. Because really, well, as an adult male, I think we're only supposed to have up to like 25 grams of added sugar a day. That's not the sugar that's already naturally in it, obviously. The stuff that it's that synthetic sugar that you were talking about that they add to the products. Um, that's something important to look at. Cause I think it was like on average, they said a average person American has like over 70 grams of sugar in a day when really you're supposed to only have up to like 30. If you're a man up to like 38 grams total, but then only like I was saying, like 20 some grams of added sugar. So I know I was uh, back in high school when I was a senior going into ECU, I was trying to do a, a diet to where I like try to eliminate all my processed sugars. And that was like the hardest diet, hardest diet that I've ever had to do because I think I only lasted like a month or two doing it. But after about three weeks, I started to notice, damn, like this shit is actually straight. Um, but if you try to start eliminating all that processed sugar out of your diet and only get your sugar via like fruits and like, you know, like real sugar sources, you start yeah. to realize like, oh shit, like my my goal, I think, was to not go over, like, I think it was 25 grams or something like that. And if you started looking at your nutritional facts, like, on most drinks, candy, like, almost damn near anything, you will start to notice that, like, a little bottle of Coke. 40 grams. 40, 50, 60 grams of fucking sugar. <laughs> that people shit just, people like two, people drink pounds. that daily. daily. I be saying to my coworkers, they be drinking the diet ones. It's still a bunch of sugar in it. Still they be drinking it. They drink it daily. Like I'm like, bro. The diet still got a whole bunch of sugar, and they got more chemicals in it to make it taste like that. So it's like the diet you're getting. The diet might be worse off if you read the label. It's like, yo. They got all these uh, synthetic sugars in it. Then on top of that, they got different chemicals to preserve it. And that shit, I don't know. I never, I always thought the shit tasted weird. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, diet soda. It, it just like it don't even. It's like an oxymoron. Diet soda. It's like this like, shit. What the fuck this, is this? This shit should not exist. Like really. <laughs> What the fuck is this? It, it don't make it doesn't make any sense. It's like flavored water, really. Like I, I like certain flavored waters and shit, but I'm thinking like, I I wonder what sweetener they put into this because like it's sweeter than actual natural sugar, which is crazy. It's it's hard to wrap people your mind around that, but yeah, these sweeteners that are added thousand times, five thousand times sweeter. Like it's it's crazy, man. So if anything, I try not to even if I go out to eat, like I don't my favorite um fast food place is Moe's because I like how they have like their stuff fresh and stuff. Um they don't be getting hit with the Ebola what E. coli like um oh, God. Chipotle. But I did see it recently, like a month ago. Cause I go like once a week. Um they I seen there like, yeah, we no more romaine lettuce because it's been recalled. I was like, oh shit. But um I'll go have flavored water there. I'm like, yo, this shit is good as fuck. But I'm like, and then I look it up online. It's good reviews and stuff. But I'm like, ah, nah, it can't be, bro. Like, because it's it's made from Dasani, which Dasani is a Pepsi product or the Coca-Cola company product, rather. 
So it's like, look at what Coca-Cola has been in trouble with over the years. So they keep trying to make, reinvent themselves. You know, Pepsi, uh, uh, I'm, I'm thinking of like Pepsi right now, like Pepsi Max or, you know, pe- uh, zero, um, zero Coke or some shit, Coke mm-hmm. Zero. You know, just all these different names and it's like the same drink. You know, they just probably take out or add a few ingredients here and there, and then they'll just label it something different. I mean, this shit is crazy, man. Yeah. That's why I just really, man, like, if I do drink something else, it's usually I I have, like, a fix, like, for sweet tea. Like, I can't, like, not have sweet Well, I, if I have sweet tea now, it might be once every other week or so. I might have it. But even then... I don't drink like the entire um, cup. Like I'll get something from a fast food place, like McDonald's. They'll give you like you know the dollar Mickey uh, Mickey D's uh, sweet tea. I looked it up. How many grams is uh, sugar is in that? I think it's like sixty grams. And I just remember I'll be drinking that shit all the time. Like when I go drinking it down. Now if I get something like that, I'll try to be like, nah, let me get like the medium, and I'll drink half of it. Then I just pour out the rest, you know. So I too know. much of anything could be too much of a good thing can be bad for any, you know, like anyone. Yeah, and I was on Reddit the other day. Which, if you don't, if you're not on Reddit, man, Reddit low key is one of the best social media sites, especially if you like like information and stuff like that. Some of those, some of those, um. Those threads, <laughs> you would learn so damn much. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was on Reddit, and it was basically this kind of connected with it. And they were talking about, you know, people, this guy was talking about how he had just did a trip, he had just went on vacation to Europe, and how he re- he realized it was weird that they don't they don't give any um, refills in their restaurants. And I think in, in most European, and now it's not like this in every European country, but it's like this in the majority of them. They don't get refills on their drinks and restaurants, and you got to pay for water. And I think it was saying, a lot of the people were saying that I think water, and you don't get a lot, too. <laughs> you get a little bit, so you don't get free refills, you got to pay for water, and you don't get a lot. And a, a guy that worked in that was from America basically tight he uh explained how in America it's it's actually cheaper for them to give us refills in restaurants than it is to hold the actual supply of all the all the syrupy drinks that they give us. Cause you know, most of our drinks in those machines are nothing but a whole bunch of sugar and syrup. Right. It's not even the real product. And I thought about that shit and I was like Damn, he's actually right about that. It's easier and cheaper for our restaurants to give away our that syrup mixture than it is for them to actually like not even charge the uh, and to to actually you know give us charge refills. It's just easier for them to give it away, just to give it away. Wow, because you know all the of having actually. Haven't actually stored and stuff. Supply and demand. I'm like, bro, I ain't never thought about that shit like that. <laughs> this shit is wicked. I mean, we got we got chemicals everywhere in the sky, 
you know, in the air, in the food, in the water. Yeah, I see them, you know, every day, daily. They they play around in the sky with the chemtrails every day. And you start to notice that shit a lot more now, man. Every day, like, I look at the weather report. They say it's going to rain this day, so I make sure to look the day before to see if I see them in the skies. Oh, yeah. Bunch of them. So I'm thinking, like, man, this weather on some conspiracy talk, man, this weather might not even be real, bro. Like, that's what I be thinking. Like, do we even actually have real... The weather that we um, have, is it natural? That's what I'm saying. Well, it make you think they're always wrong. They always... They have. They give you a weather prediction. They give you, like, a weather prediction, and it's like... They're not always right. Yeah. Which, I mean, you can say that that makes it natural, but it's like, how do they know it's going to, they're not, they're not wrong either most of the time. It's like, how do they really know it's going to rain on these certain days and shit? Like, how do they really know this shit? Yeah. I feel like they be knowing because somebody controlling that shit. (laughs) Yeah, they give them some information ahead of time, like. Yeah, this is what's going to happen three days from now. You know, yeah, you're going to this area, this the country is going to have a warm front or a cold front. Okay, you're you're about to experience a huge blizzard in the northeast. You know, like it's man control like off one of my favorite shows of all time, uh, Mr. Robot. Um, it just ended, and one of the Things that was the show is all about really is control, and the and the message really is control is an illusion. You know, when you think about life and having control, there's not much that we truly do control. We don't control our own thoughts. We don't really control like. We don't control breathing. I mean, like our, our, our heartbeat. We do control breathing, not like our heartbeat, though. Yeah. Certain shit we don't really control. So what do we really control? That's what I be thinking, man. Like, I, that's why I'm like, so at this point in my life now, I'm so like, I consider myself more fearless. Like, I'm not afraid of death or anything because it's like, I feel like there's no ending. Like, there's no beginning or ending. And I feel like I've died before. And I've been here before. And this is just another version of myself that another lifetime that I'm going through. I'm just trying to ascend after this uh, departure. Well, it makes you think, like, you know, time, time is only existing in our realm. It's a social construct. So, like, if we didn't have any understanding of what night and day was or what time was, then that would kind of prove to you that maybe this shit never really started or will never really end. Because what, starting and ending something is like always still, those are two points in time. I mean, what came first, the, the chicken or the egg? I mean, that, that, that shit is interesting because it's like, well, the egg, it looks like it comes second, but what's inside the egg was probably... Existing at the same thing as what what's inside the the original chicken. Yeah, like your soul, your spirit. 
It might not be in the physical form, but whatever's in that motherfucking egg had to come from somewhere. That's true. <laughs> like, nigga, we, we, we doing magic. Whatever's in the egg had to come from somewhere before it was made. Whatever's in the womb had to come from somewhere. So, like, See, people say, I, you come from your mother's womb, but it's like, well, where were you at before then? Right. Where were you, you at? So, you mean to tell me when you're developing in your mother's womb, you're not conscious? Or are you conscious of what's going on? Where did that life force come from? You know, when you when people talk about um spiritual uh spirituality and stuff, it's like I just consider myself spiritual. I'm not religious. Um but I do think there is a higher power or deities or something like because I feel like it's not, you know, with the chicken or the egg, it's not something that is uh physical. I feel like it's an energy, a life force, an energy. Like I feel like it's like um, like off of Interstellar when a uh, dude he went into the black hole or whatever. He went into this. He met the the creators, but they weren't there. It's just an energy force. Like that's how. That's what I feel like. How this this uh universe was created. The intelligent like advanced life forms that were that are not actually uh in the physical so and then, and then those who are in the physical had to come had to come from that wherever that's wherever that's at you know yeah that's like going into uh going into another dimension like the fourth dimension that's what i mean i feel like that's what we in right now too you know i think we in a we in this one dimension but this the reason why we don't control our thoughts is because that's in another dimension. Like, it's just, somebody is uh, plant. Somebody is Geppetto. Basically, they're, they're just pulling the strings. And what if that's us pulling the strings just in another dimension? Yeah. You know that's why they say you're you're not really who you are. But what if who you are is, you know, that little voice you have in your head, your thoughts. That's you. And that's you implanting, or you controlling the video game of what's going on down here. Mm. <laughs> man you know it's 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 a lot of possibilities you know it's, that's real that's real spit yeah yeah that's that's true that's true that's why I like man like you said man it, yeah for the calendar it's the new year but we i a lot of people i don't really even believe like in like you know again like i don't believe in beginning or ending like so I don't even see it as like a new year as as more I just see it as more of like a for people it's a reset in their their mentality you know it's not actually physical it's just mental like okay so we're starting over with the calendar year but at the end of the day it's like that it's still just another day you know yeah. Like it's not it's not like magical, like it's like, oh okay, we're we're hopping into a new year. But we can tell that stuff is changing because of the the seasons we're in. Certain people 
certain locations in the world, they don't have all four seasons. But that's one way to tell with change is, like, the seasons, you know. Um, But in terms of, like, you know, uh, the calendars and stuff, when the actual new year is, it's uh, it's all a, a social construct. And it don't really make sense because you think about it. We start our new year in the middle of in the middle of at the in the middle of winter, basically at the very, I guess, right before the middle point of winter is when we begin our our new year, which don't really make sense because it's like yo, like the energy of that time. Like I don't know about you, but man, since it's been, since it's gotten a little cooler, though it ain't really as cold as it used to be. It's nowhere near as cold as it used to be at this time. Um, I've been wanting to just sit in the house, sit with, and, and just, and just think, uh, think within. <laughs> it's like my whole energy changed. It's like, I don't want to see nobody. I just want to go to, you know, do my thing. Yeah. And just sit in the house, watch TV, play video games, meditate, just think about just, this, this is really just, just chill. But once it starts, once the winter goes along and that sun starts coming back around, the smell changes. It's like boom, springtime. Oh, nigga, it's time to get active. <laughs> it's time to get active. Let's right. go to the pool. Let's go to the let's go to a party. That that's when it like the energy feels like it's a new year around that. Uh, I think it's called the uh, the spring equinox. That's when they say the the yeah. true new year. Uh, is. Yeah, that's when it yes. feels like it is too. Like. Yeah, because like it winter does. That's to really me what seems it like death. As. It's, it's, it's the death. It's death of. I might be wrong about. It. I used to really notice off the top of my head, but it's when the the way the sun is positioned is it's, it's at its farthest point from us. Basically, that's when the sun is at its farthest point yeah. from us, and if you really think about that, that means the sun is basically. It's it's going to return eventually for the base in the springtime. That's when the sun returns, and it's fully returned in the summer, which is why it's hotter because the sun is the closest point to us. It's all a cycle, and you know they, they get a, every they get a lot of stuff from the transits of our stars. But I, I agree with that, man. It just feels like death, bro. I feel like I've been just like uh, I don't really want to do much. Yeah, like I had went out last night, like, um, you know, now I, I was a uh, I was accompanied by a young lady, but it it was cool, man. Like, but it's like, like I was telling her, man, like, it's like me and me, you, our other homies, like we did this so much, it's like it's boring now. Like I went out, like. People not even really moving at the club. They just standing around and shit. Like, it's kind of weird, you know? It's just, like, people so socially... In, um, everybody's so, like, awkward-seeming, like, in now. I can only imagine, like, the next, you know, the Generation Z kids, like, them motherfuckers, they probably not a club. <laughs> like, they have clubs online, you know? You know, like, actually going out and having to... Look a motherfucker in their eyes, like I can't do that. Like, you know, that like, it's it's so it's so interesting the times we in now, man. Like, 
Cause like yeah, I'm like you know we we do this we used to do this all the time, just going out and shit. And now just don't really care. I don't really care about going out. You've been there, that. done that. Um, I still love the trip. Yeah, I still love to travel. Though I'm more interested in traveling to places I'm in rather than to just go get fucked up. Like I was say, I was telling her, I was like, yeah, we just you know we might go go turn up, go to Raleigh, uh, go out in Raleigh, get fucked up. It's cool, you know. I don't really fuck with the EDM shit like that. Like I, I once had a tolerance for it. That's now I can't stand it. <laughs> um, so we'll go to the black clubs that they charge double, wow. but it, it's it feels more at home. And there isn't usually it's all it's usually love in there. So, but it's that's that's maybe once every couple months or so now or a couple times. Like it's not uh every weekend thing like it once was because we, you know, our priorities change. Looking back, though. <laughs> Looking back, man. This is what we're going to appreciate what we're doing now. Because I'll be sitting there, I'll be like, man, like, yeah, I, I, sometimes I want to go out or not even go out. I'll be wanting to chill with my homies. You know, like old days, kick back, chill, try to invite some girls over, you know, just drink, you know, just kick back and relax. But then I started to realize, yeah. you know, if I just keep doing what I'm doing, save my money up. And in like five to ten years, we're going to be kicking back. Like, I mean, like, that's really a reality. I know people that's, that's, that's being strict, that's, that's following strict investing rules like that. And people that yeah. just stay on their path, and the shit is true, man. People that say, "Oh, I invested this much," you know, that's if that's if our markets stay afloat. Because the way it's looking, we we could be in for a damn, <laughs> we could be in for a whole paradigm shift coming up. But you know, regardless of what happens, I feel like it, investing is investing, and I'm being being uh, financially literate. That that uh, holds relevance in any society to un- just understand what to do and how to how to maneuver and how to survive. Right. And um, I'm like, yeah, I mean, I, I want to be in D.C., New Orleans. Yeah. You know, I want to travel. But it's like, well, if I save all this money for five years. Yeah, I have a you have you have a fear of missing out. But it's like if I would have did this five years ago, I could just be. If I would have did this five to ten years ago, what I'm doing now, I could be doing what I'm going to be doing in five to ten years because I'm doing this right now. You get what I'm saying? And it's like, just got to hold on. You got to hold on and you got to stay disciplined and stay consistent. I know guys, one of my mentors, uh, one of my family members, like I said, man, he showed me, he was like, man, you just, you get a job, you get paid each check, you pay yourself, and you put this much into a whatever, into investing. Man, I've been doing it. He, he showed me. He was like, I've been doing this since I started working for like 15 to 20 years. And he was like, man, he is already at like multiple six figures. He's like, I ain't did nothing special. I just stayed consistent with it. And it's this thing called compound interest that if some people don't understand what it is. It's basically... When you invest, 
a certain percentage of that is basically like a certain you make a certain percentage off of that. A cruise. It accrues over time. So if you got a principal of ten thousand and you're putting in five hundred, and that's making two percent profit, which I mean that's not bad, but that's still like a right around inflate. That's like right a little bit below inflation, which you're really not really doing much. But if you're making, if you're putting in five hundred or whatever, that means each time you put in that five hundred, you got to multiply that by the two percent. So that ten thousand turns into ten thousand five hundred. Then it turns to eleven thousand. Then it turns to eleven thousand, and then you start doing the percentages on that, and it just starts to compound. So if you're doing that over and over again, just imagine if if you're going to start with ten thousand, but then eventually you might get up to like a hundred thousand. At that point, it might be a hundred thousand times five percent. You just keep reinvesting, and it's like, yeah. okay, I'm on to something. Another thing, I, yeah, I think. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was just saying, like, I, I was just thinking to myself, like, I think this year is the year where I feel like I can really devote uh, time to investing um, because of where I'm at. You know, I've, I've uh, finished with school now and I'm transitioning to another position. But I feel like at this time now I got the resources I can actually put into uh, research and investing. And I found like some potential I think it's pretty obvious. Like, if you if you go out, you're you're seeing them being built everywhere. Um, this is just anybody listening. Uh, storage facilities. I think that's something to look into in terms of investing right now. Because um, I'm seeing them everywhere. Like they're getting built everywhere, and I'm thinking like, who the fuck needs all of this storage? Like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, why do they keep building all these storage facilities? I was like, it has to well, be Well, you look at it like this. You got so people that was, still... Because I'm going to add another one to that that might be a little more difficult, but I think there's nothing but money involved with it. But you got to look at it like this. You got you got a lot more people being created. Well, not created, but you got a lot of people. But I feel like the space is running out. So you got people that's now resorting to moving into apartment complexes, which I feel like apartment complexes... Yeah. That's where it's at too. Um, but you got people moving into apartment complexes, but you know, people moving out of homes and stuff, and they gotta have a place to put their storage, you know. And I think that's where you're seeing the great influx of the storage facilities, and I think that's a great investment. And mine was uh, apartment complexes. I think I think storage facilities okay. are easier. They're both getting built at like I feel like a record number right now. Apartments and yep. storage facilities. The difference is with apartments. See, when you started thinking about people that who use who, who view an apartment complex as an investment, you start to realize why they're kind of so cutthroat. Why they why they're cutthroat with you know, with their um, eviction fees, with their late fees, with their dog fees, like because that shit has to be built. And a lot of these apartment complexes, they, they're taking out multi-million dollar loans to build these apartment complexes. And they got to, you know, just think about the interest on that. So a lot of times, you know, apartment complex can be a, that could be a bad investment. But I feel like in cities like, like a Raleigh, Charlotte, Greensboro, these bigger developing cities, but not quite developed cities, those are great places to be, start building more modern apartments. 
like now. You got to do it now. And I don't think in bigger cities like New York, like bigger cities is already established. I think it just will cost too much for your uh, to find the land, for you know, for the actual the building, and like just just the shit that you got to go through with the city and stuff. I feel like in bigger, larger developed cities, that would be harder to build like an apartment complex. But I still feel like if you had the if you had the money. That's a that and townhomes. Townhomes might be even yeah. better because townhomes is usually not as big as an apartment complex, and you can actually charge people like those. These townhomes be like one hundred and twenty, one hundred and thirty thousand. You got a row of six. Wow. <laughs> oh yeah, you you eating good? Yeah. So that storage facilities. Wow, bro. Those are some pretty good investments. And I think this is where we kind of got to get at. Regardless of what happened to the economy, we got to continue to become literate when it, when it comes to uh, investing. So I'm going to continue yeah. to try to figure, figure out my investment strategy because I feel like I don't want to do this shit, do this working shit for forever. Another article I found... Uh, um, well, a thread I found on uh, Reddit, and I found YouTube videos about this too, and it's talking about uh, this um, not a what is it called? It's a system that they they recommend people to follow to have good jobs or just jobs in general. But this is versus more so for middle class, and it's called the fire technique, and it's called financial independence, retire early. And basically, okay. what it's talking about is this shit is crazy. And it's kind of what I've been on a little bit. Like, I haven't really been on that because I've been, because with that, it's really just kind of investing as much as you can while, you know, living as, while living as minimally as you can. But I like to kind of go on vacations here and there, not all the time, but at least once or twice a year, a good vacation, you know. I feel like that, I feel like yeah. we could kind of, that's what I'll that's that's what I'll kind of get limit myself. But basically it's talking about say you got a job of seventy thousand a year. And it's talking about basically each check, you want to invest at least thirty percent of that shit. Thirty percent at least. Really you wanna invest more than that. But you wanna live as minimally as possible. And but you wanna not just do that for a certain period of time. You just want to get used to living as living as if you were retired already. So that basically means if when you retire, you won't probably be going on vacations all the time. You just save your money now to where you know you get a certain certain amount of principal saved up into like the stock market, S and P five hundred. Over you know since they've been tracking the gains that you can get from the S&P 500 has, has had around a 20% return, which is, that's, I mean, that's fucking crazy. Just imagine if we invest $5,000 now and let that shit sit in the S&P 500 index fund in like 20, 30, 40 years, we would, I mean, just do the math on that. <laughs> oh, wow. But, <laughs> but it's two things. The S&P 500 might not always it might not always sit at 20% returns, but 
so far, it's been at 20% returns. And that's through a depression and through a couple mini recessions. It's still average at 20% return. But the whole thing with the fire technique is like just saving your money up and putting it to continuously, continuously um, doing what they call cost dollar average. And cost dollar average is just averaging amount of money per check that you put into the stock market. And you do you keep doing that, and it gets to the point where you know you invested so much money to where you're just living off of the compound interest that's that you that you've compounded from what you just made. You do this for ten years. You do this for ten years, and you might have you know two hundred thousand dollars saved up, but the way you've lived. You're able to live off of that, off of the interest that's made off of that two hundred thousand. To where that sounds, that sounds like a you dream. Don't, you don't have to real, work like, anymore, basically. You just reinvest a little yeah. bit of that, but compound interest, you'll keep making more and more. And you don't, I mean, you can't be going on just vacations and shit like that. You can't be, you know, doing all that, but you won't have to work. <laughs> You won't have to work. So True. I've been trying to combine a couple of techniques just to kind of get it to where I can probably, I'm, I think I'm going to still go back to school and then work for a couple more years after that and then, you know, sit at the, the sidelines for a little bit, you know? True indeed. Shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at what the the formula is for uh, for fire. You know, it was saying middle income earners. Simple formula of high saving savings rates. Fifty to seventy percent of their incomes plus frugal living, plus low uh, cost stock index fund investing. In order to reach financial independence. In around ten years, so that is something to look into. Yep. For anybody, but damn, um, I'm trying to think. Like, was there something else that I had to, to talk about? Uh. Well, I mean, I I have just, I mean, like I was saying before, it just seemed like a lot of crazy stuff happening. We're only the fifth day into the to uh in, into twenty twenty, and I've seen like a bunch of you know just the craziest stuff already has been happening. You know, not just national news, but like you know local news and everywhere, man. It's like it's like just it's, chaos. It's like every day I see something. It's chaos, crazy. and it's like. It's uh, it's coming. It's starting out with a bang. Think about this. I know for at least the last two years, we had to start our year off with some crazy shit going on. Last year we had the government shut down. Now we got World War Three. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, it's interesting to see how see where that how that will go. True, true. I know we had the playoffs this weekend, too. Uh, I think yesterday, Tom Brady, the end of 
They lost. They lost. They got this. I'm glad, man. I'm glad the Titans got them the fuck up out of there. And people got to stop talking. Like, people got to stop sleeping on uh, Derrick oh, Henry. Like, he is he is the real deal. He he was the uh, rushing leader this year with over 1,500 rushing yards. This dude is not a typical running back. He's like 6'3". Like, it, it's crazy. He's had a couple 200-plus yard games this season. So I'm glad, man. I was like, I was happy when I seen that. I was at the uh, the club and I seen them. They lost. You know, I think they're about to get penalized too for the the cheating that we talked about before. I think it's end of an error. It's like about time, man. Like I'm tired of hearing about that team. These niggas knew the plays <laughs> for so many years. They knew everybody's plays. After 9-11, and it's like, they, they about to get them up out of here. They about to yeah. get them up out of here. Now, this is part of my head. What if we have another attack on U.S. soil and whatever city that they use, they'll make that the next Tom Brady, <laughs> the starting quarterback for the football team in that city. Wait, what? Wait, so you mean like if they – if uh, an attack happened, a terrorist attack, that city will be where the next what time Brady I mean, will just, be. just something that popped in my head, just like with my 10-4 Kofi on. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, okay. I, I, I'm, no, I'm just trying to understand exactly what you... You mean like a new... A, new, um, a city on the rise, a developing city, has a sports team and they have a new Tom Brady. Basically... Like it, sort of like the they're 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 following the the patriotism, um, market marketing that uh, like New England yeah. goes with, and they have this uh, you know this clean cut uh, pocket passer. Yep, that should be crazy. Just think about because nine eleven happened and it was like this nigga Tom Brady got he he wanted he won us the Super Bowl because of patriotism. And he kept on winning. He mm. kept on winning, and he became the face of the league for the next what twenty years. <laughs> now it looks like yeah. he's done with. What if like they have a correlation with that to try to play off the patriotism um, storyline? Hey, that hey that that could work. That Shit, it's worked work, already. You know? I feel like man, I really feel like the Patriots. They they know people's plays, not just because they excuse me. Not just because they cheat, but because they're good for investors. <laughs> Look how much the NFL has profited. Look how much the revenues increased the last 25 years, specifically the last 20 years. That shit exploded in the mid-2000s. Until now, I think, well, not now. I would probably say the, the mid to late 2000s, the NFL was the most popular it's probably ever been. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. yeah, it's uh the popularity is just like, you know, they've had issues with the recent years, but I mean it's still like monster like numbers. And I didn't I didn't agree but, with uh, this. But they made Christian McCaffrey, he's a two time pro bowler, and they made a new position called the Flex. And he got pro bowler 
for running back and flex. Well, you know that uh, flex is used in of fantasy course. football. Like, yeah, but they so, they made a new I mean, Pro Bowl. They they created they added that pro that position to the Pro Bowl. I I don't see a I don't mean I don't have a I don't see I don't an issue see an with issue it. with that. I just he, see the issue with him winning the Pro Bowl for running back when Derrick Henry should have won that, but he should have won it for flex. I get what, okay, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying, but the thing is with McCat, well, yeah, it would make sense uh, for it. Henry to have that. So Henry didn't make the offer. From what thing? I saw from the instant, unless they changed it, because they still, I think they still had a, a couple games left. The last I checked, they added the flex position, which I agreed with wholeheartedly. Um, because you know that's that's implementing fantasy. That's exactly that's exactly what he is. He he had a thousand rush yards and a thousand. Which by the way yards. hasn't happened. He's one of only three players. Roger Craig, who played for the 49ers with Montana, and um. Marshall Falk, who played with the greatest show on turf, with Kurt Warner, were the only two other running backs to do that. So <laughs> that's some crazy shit. <laughs> you talking yeah, to that a is. football nerd, a thousand rushing and a thousand receiving? <laughs> Dog. I mean, that's some shit, man. Like, if it wasn't for yeah. Lamar Jackson playing as good as he's playing I, any other year, any other year in the NFL, McCaffrey would win MVP. Probably, only, well, the only, only thing I'll take away is the fact that his team doesn't have a really good record. Yeah, 5-11. and, 11. Five and 11. But on an average year, he's winning MVP. On a bad year, he's winning MVP probably unanimous, unanimously. But if they had a winning record, he's winning MVP on a, in a good year. Because, I mean, a thousand rushing, a thousand receiving, dog, that – how how difficult that is. That's another that is, level boy. of difficulty. But I don't like the fact that he got it from running back because I don't think he's the best running back. I don't I don't think. Oh yeah, not yeah. I, I at one point I was thinking in the season the way he was playing. Yeah, but he's not really. He's a dual threat, you know, as we've seen. So just to label him as one thing, it doesn't work because you got people like uh, Dalvin Cook. You got people like uh, that, the the, the um, Derrick Henry. You know, we got people like uh, damn, what's Nick the Chubb. Nick Chubbs? You know, you know, Aaron Jones from Green Bay. Monster. He's exploded this year. So yeah, um, Alvin Kamara. I'll say yeah. this though. I think if we have another year. And McCaffrey, if he has another year, if he sustains this for, for, for like another year or so, then, yeah, he's the best running back in the league. But I don't think it was right for him to get all pro in both. The only way he would be able to get all pro in both is if he had at least 1,500 rushing yards. I'm not sure what he had off the top of my head. I haven't checked the stats in a minute. I think he still had around – he probably still had around 12 or 13. I think he had like 11, yeah. 11 or 12. Right. That's interesting. I do like the fact that they added that flex because a lot of people wouldn't know how to categorize a player like McCaffrey. I'll say this too early. I mean, he. ETN? I know y'all see ETN. From Clemson. 
ETN. Okay. If he goes to the right team, he's going to be the best running back in the league. He's going to be better than McCaffrey. He's going to. Okay. This man is like a. This man is like an Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey. Um, not like Ezekiel. He's like a, at least a, he's like an Alvin Kamara, a mixture of Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, and I wanted to say a little bit of like his. He has the same like burst like Zeke. Okay. Oh, okay. Damn. Well, you heard it here first. So if he goes to the right team. They want to give him, you know, taps in the ball, let him run in, like, different sets, which a team that comes to mind is the New Orleans Saints. If he falls, if, he, if he's still on the board, because he's from Louisiana. He plays for Clemson, but he's from Louisiana. And put him with Kamar. I mean, it, it probably won't make sense, but you could probably just have – if you have him with Kamar, you can have him just uh, like a strictly run, a strict running back you can have Kamara play receiver, which he played in, in in college, and flip him back and forth. Man, <laughs> that's toxic. That's you heard crazy. It here man. I think I think Etn. I think he he's gonna he's gonna cause some problems in the league. Shit. I feel like there's a story or something that that was something like maybe one other. Thing that we could uh, discuss, but well, we are we we talked about bonds over Baghdad with Sol Solomani killed. Yeah, and them having retaliation. You know, nutritional facts basically cancer causing situations. Yep. The NFL, college football. I feel like it was something I was that I was going to discuss. Oh, I know what it was. Have you heard? You seen over the weekend, the beginning of the new year brought just brought chaos everywhere. You see where uh -huh. it was YouTubers. It was a YouTuber called Enoch. Enoch, okay. uh, he calls himself Horse, which I don't get into all the all the archangel. I don't get into that stuff. I don't look down on him, but I don't really get into all that. But Enoch had a rant video where he accused other high-profile YouTubers, including Dolo the Pilot Man, uh, New Breed. I think they had one called Keanu Lachey. I don't know who that is. But he basically name-dropped a whole bunch of YouTubers and how he was basically saying that they were stealing his shit. Okay. And I found it kind of interesting because it was like, What? Well, see, like I, I mean, stealing his what? Like stealing his approach? Like, not his approach, but his his topics. And I'm like, man, these are topics. But anybody could talk about it, though. It's not like the information is exclusive I'm, to I'm him. Like, man, these are topics. If we talk about intellectual property, you can't even really get intellectual property on some of these topics because the shit's been around. And I think some of us are, are we are getting the same codes. I feel like right. So there's going to be there's going to be overlap. I do feel like a lot of a, a lot of people. I, I personally I watch a lot of YouTube YouTubers. I read a lot of Reddit posts. 
I get a lot of information from other people. It's because they do too. Mostly you get it from within. You get that from, you know, within yourself. But you do get knowledge from other people. I mean, isn't that the point of the internet? To connect. To connect. But, you know, he got on there and was so. saying that people were stealing his videos about targeted individuals and stuff like that. And just started name dropping them. Was he mad? Like he was, was he a yelling? little upset. You could tell he was he was a little pressed. But I thought it was kind of weird because I watched Enoch too. And you know, I was like, this don't really make sense. I feel like something, I don't know, I thought it was weird for him to kind of have a rant like that. I'm like, these are like four different. How does that help the community though? Like, it's just I that it just seems like that's just gonna make it more divisive. That's why the divine council know? said they're not a part of any community. Because the whole point behind right. it is to be divisive. <laughs> like, I know you've been seeing that Tariq stuff. He's been going at ADOS. Yeah, yeah. You know how I feel about the ADOS and Tariq. I see yeah. him been going at the ADOS. I ain't really paying too much attention to it. But, again, that's like, it's just more divisive, um, divisiveness. It's causing more confusion within the community. And to have, like, you know, people, certain people on uh, the the conscious community and on YouTube going at each other, it's like, it's counterproductive. Yep. You know, nobody, nobody wins. At the end of the day, you mad because somebody is talking about the same information you were talking That's about? That's what you want. Like... Right, you you should want more people to be on that same wavelength. You know, not you you. I mean, unless you you're such a narcissist, you you see yourself as like the the messenger or some that's shit. What so only only you can talk that's about what New that. Green was talking about. He was like, "How can you reason with people who call themselves angels, gods, um, deities?" How, he was like, how can you reason with somebody like that? And I like Dolo the Pilot, man. And everything. I like So Luminati and all that. But when he said yeah. that, though, that shit really made me think. How can you reason with somebody who believes that they're a God? I mean, we all should believe we're God, but people who really believe that they are totally set apart from other humans. Yeah, I don't... Um, <laughs> I mean, that. I, yeah, I don't think there is any reason. I mean, no, it's, it's a level to it. Because you have to have some level of narcissism to truly believe that you are set apart from other humans. And it's like... If a nigga call you out like that, is it even, is it even worth entertaining? Like, is that even worth entertaining? Because it's like you know they, they they're going to be set in their ways. <laughs> people people got the crab um crab in a barrel mentality, which is huh? sad. Yeah, because they you know they they also are you know talking about positive, trying to give positive messages and talk about what's important. But then you just have people from your own community that try to 
look down upon you because they think, oh, maybe he's he's not, you know, he's stealing his information from me. You know, he's not doing the, he's not putting in the, the time like I do the effort. When you should be championing that person because we need more people like that, you know, and to drown out the, all the negative messages we get on a daily basis. Yep, that's true. That was one thing I, that that was that kind of happened during the week. During the week last week, you know, with the new year and everything, I was like, man, I didn't expect that to come. Like, that's why I don't really, I watch other people's stuff, but I don't really focus too much on shit. Like, if they're talking about us, if they're, taking my information, quote-unquote. I don't care about any of that. Once again, I said, you can't control your thoughts. That shit is a damn... That shit is usually codes or downloads from another realm that other people can get, too, that other people sometimes get. They get the... They get similar codes without you being around. It's because you might be from the same bloodline. Yeah. You, you, you're vibrating on the same... on the same wave, wavelength. So I don't ever believe that it's people that's just stealing my stuff or stealing our stuff. It's... I mean, I would I wouldn't care, man. I, I, you know, I think uh, what what what's the the quote they say? Imitation is the the finest form of flattery, yeah. or something like that. You should be. I think you should be honored that people um, invest so much into what you say that they want to try to recreate that or spark that, you know, like with this, this, uh, podcast, like I was telling, um, telling the old girl yesterday, I was just like, you know, we're, it's bigger than us at the end of the day. Like, it's not just us, like just talking. Yeah. We, we want, you know, people to listen and stuff, but we want to inspire others to do this too. And to branch out, you know, it's not just about us getting our names up and stuff like that. Um, at the end of the day, like we've already influenced people around us, you know, to want to do things like yep. this, you know. Um, so I, I think it's it's important that you do you do rub off on people, you know. I think it's it's uh, I mean it's dope to me when people tell me they like this content. It's dope to me to see that we've reached so many different people all over the world already, you know, like. It's uh, it's very. I don't, I'm trying not to say humbling no more because if you look up what the word humble means, it's um, it's. I'm about to actually look up the the definition real quick because people say this all the time. You know that they humble. <clears throat> humble means, you know, having a strong a modest or low estimate of one's own importance. So you're putting your, it's low ranking pretty much. I don't want to be seen as somebody with a low rank. I say that instead of being humble, I am, uh, the word that I'm going to focus on using is, uh, grateful. I think grateful uh, is the word that I use to uh, substitute instead of a uh, humble because I just feel I just feel like that you know you're you're on like a 
equal playing field. Like grateful is feeling or showing an appreciation of kindness, thankful. You know, as of as with being humble, you know, you just you know, you're bowing your head and you know what I'm saying, just going with the motions and shit. But back to what I was saying about this uh this this podcast, yeah, man. People people take what we do and run with it and go further. I'm happy for them, man. You know, I I would be happy if somebody was inspired by us and they can take this this further, you know, this content. Um I feel like it's really important that, you know, again, like I, I'm like, yo, like there's other people out there like us around our age that think like us and stuff, but they just don't not they're not using their voices. Yep. You know, they're not using their voices and they got something to say and we got something to say. So we're we're doing that and we speak about what's important. You know, it's gonna it's gonna take people, it's gonna take time for people to come around to what we're talking about. Cause we talk literally everything, like everything that we think is important for our people we talk about. And we might not get the same following as certain people, but it it, it's, it will come over time. You gotta just stay stay um stay true to your craft. And just have the confidence, you know. I feel like what we're saying is what we what we speak is how other people feel, and we're just using our voice, you know, yeah. to get the message out. And I just I feel like what it is is a lot of people a lot more than what what we think. They don't understand how to control. They don't understand the ego. I think it all goes back to the ego. You know, people don't understand how to control the ego or what the ego really means. Because certain shit, you can't put your emotions with it. Like, when it comes to information, a lot of times you don't own all this information. And some people can have the same downloads. You should just be flattered. And if somebody does copy your stuff and you didn't go about having the right copyright protection, trademark protection, stuff like that, just take it as an L, take it as a learning situation, or you can look at it as shit. My message is connecting, like Stefan just just outlined. My message is connecting. This connecting to the masses, and don't worry about that because you'll know you'll you'll eventually you'll get all that extra shit. I call it extra shit because fame and popularity, all that shit, don't matter. Right. It just happens to come with something that you. That you're focused on and that you're that you uh have confidence you can, about. You know, like again, I used to think having like a million followers on social media made you feel like you know you were certified. You know, you get the um the verified uh, mark at certain points with a certain amount of following. But the further I feel like the I feel like the the bigger audience you gain, the less that influence the less um the more disconnect you have from your core following you know rather than focusing on gaining tens of or hundreds of thousands of followers to influence them just focus on like the 10 to 15 that you already have with you well said so 
So yeah, um, I think that's a good stopping point for this episode. Uh, did you have any closing remarks? Nah, I'm satisfied with the information in this podcast. You know, looking forward to be to going hard another week. Uh, you know, at the beginning of this this next week, and uh, yeah, this your boy Monquay. You know, I hope everybody enjoys their week coming up and be safe and strive to be the best best man or woman that you can be. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I go by the name of Stefan. You know, as always, make sure to uh, like, uh, share, and uh, follow us on uh, SoundCloud at Divine Council Podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us a review. A five-star rating helps with uh, visibility, so that's uh, much appreciated. Also, check out our, our Twitter account. The Twitter handle is uh, Podcast Divine. And um, as always, I wanted to leave the listeners with a quote. This quote is by Corey Ten Boom. Worry does not empty tomorrow of its sorrow. It empties it empties today of its strength. Until next time.